My new book is out on Audible, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital. You can grab it right now. Here's what a user Thomas Lornaviticus said. Latka is the real deal, five stars. Hey, Nathan, I just listened to your podcast with JLD. You killed it. I saw your book earlier last week and thought, meh, I'll wait when Kindle costs $1.99 or whatever, as I have over 150 books to catch up with. But then I sensed that this book may have something I need right now. I bought it for full price, but didn't really start reading it. Then talking with JLD, you mentioned that the strategies may not work if you wait. And that's so true. I read it. I'm feeling pumped to devour it even more. Thank you for sharing it all and kicking ass. Guys, all of you that listen to the podcast, you are the reason I wrote the book. SaaS CEOs, founders, entrepreneurs, go grab it today at capitalistbook.com. Especially if you like audio, go grab the audible version right now. Again, capitalistbook.com. Privacy focused analytics, uh, focused more on sales and marketing earlier on. Machik joining us again. They've just passed 300 grand per month in revenue, up about 60 to 70% year over year, serving 400 customers. Again, paying on average about 750 bucks a month for this tool. They've got a team of 105 people building it in Poland and other remote locations, willing to spend up to call it 80% of first year ACV on acquiring customers and hoping to get more aggressive with that as time goes on, willing to spend up to 18 or maybe even 24 months of ACV on acquiring the customer just because like lifetime values are so long. Founded the company in 2013, gross revenue churned 7%, 95% net revenue retention annually. They've raised 2 million bucks of outside capital arrests. They've funded all from their agency. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest-growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Maciek Zawodinski. He's the CEO and founder of a company called Piwik Pro, a GDPR-compliant analytics and marketing platform for enterprises, and ClearCode, the world's leading software house specializing in building custom advertising and marketing technology. Maciek, are you ready to take us to the top? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm really excited to be here. That's great. Well, I appreciate you making time to join. Tell us about Piwik Pro. What's the company doing? How do you make money? Sure. So uh, what we offer is uh, we uh, offer GDPR compliant analytics and marketing platform. So you can think of us as a, uh, a counterpart of Google and Adobe, but uh, privacy friendly and GDPR compliant. Is it a, is it a SaaS company? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's SaaS company, but actually we we offer the software in two variants. One is uh, in the cloud, uh, so typical SaaS version, as well as on premises, and that's why we are chosen by many of our customers. Interesting. If you break down your total revenue over the past twelve months, how much is on prem versus in the cloud? It's seventy percent on prem and thirty percent uh, cloud. Interesting. Now, do you still charge monthly fees even once you do an on prem installation? Uh, yeah, we do. So it's a license fee. It's a yearly fee. Uh, so uh, we charge uh, uh, a licensing. It's not a subscription like uh, like in SaaS. Is the license though price in terms of you know ACV kind of similar though to the SaaS ACV? 
Machek, the question was, is your, oh, sorry, you break up is, your is your on-prem ACV the same as your SaaS ACV? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's uh, exactly the same. It's just that uh, the client pays for their own infrastructure, but on the other end, they receive more technical support to to get updates, installation. And That's so great. And so what are people paying on average per year for this? Uh, so our average uh, subscription price is somewhere around 25,000 US dollars. Per year? Um, it's actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's actually average for both like cloud and on-premises. On-premise tends to be a bit higher than 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 the cloud. Yeah. And what have you scaled to today in terms of total customers? Uh, we have over uh, 100 enterprise accounts. We call them so the customers that are like corporates, governments, uh, financial institutions, and so on. And we have around like 300 uh, medium-sized businesses customers. Okay, but they all pay about 25 grand a year. Uh, so the uh, the averages across everything. So the the enterprise customers pay a, a bit more. Uh, the the cloud customers will be paying less. Okay, but if I add the one hundred plus the three hundred, so there's four hundred there with an ACV average of call it twenty five grand per year. That would put you at about eight hundred grand per month in revenue. Is that accurate? Uh, no, no, it's accurate. So it's it's actually the ACV across the enterprise account that is twenty five k. I see. And the ACV across the the cloud business uh, is much smaller. I see. Okay, so if you mind me asking, what are you doing today in terms of monthly revenue? Uh, so in terms of monthly revenue, we are doing over three hundred thousand. Okay, pretty. He- that's a healthy business, though. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. You bet. Okay, so three hundred thousand. Now we can can kind of back into an average there. So three hundred thousand divided by four hundred. That you know average is seven hundred fifty bucks per month. But you have two very distinct cohorts. You know, smaller business and then a hundred enterprise. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, very interesting. Okay, uh, when did you launch the company? What year? Uh, it's two thousand thirteen. Twenty thirteen. That's great. And have you bootstrapped the company or raised? Uh, so we bootstrapped the company for the first four, four and a half years. Uh, it was bootstrapped by actually ClearCode, which is a software house. So it's a healthy business that is bringing profit every month. And we, we basically uh, put all this money into the developing the PWIC Pro. Magic, I want to I want to hone in here on a pattern I see frequently. Is ClearCode kind of like an agency that you were doing one-off projects for, and then you said, "Wow, we should build this thing called Pixel Pro that a lot of people can use, a lot of our agency customers can use." Uh, so it's kind of that, but I, I think our story is a bit different because we tend to have like larger long-term clients. Uh, so typically, like the ClearCode client is eighteen months or more on average. Uh, so these are like relatively large and complex projects that we do. However, what we find out that with uh, services business, it's very hard to scale because you have to like fight for talent and you cannot like, you, you would like to do more projects, but you cannot find enough like people without sacrificing the quality. So we figured out uh, after several years that we need to invest into the, into the product. And because we were in the marketing technology space, plus I was the uh, one of the first contributors to the open source PWIC, uh, now called Matomo. Uh, it was the natural step for us. Let's do the enterprise version of, of that. Interesting. Very good. Uh, but this is to be clear, ClearCode, though, is not a SaaS platform. It's an agency model. Yeah, it's an agency model. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So how did you have the confidence? Do you mind me asking how big you grew that to? Is it a couple million per year? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a couple million per year. It has hundred people, uh, mostly developers and like you know project managers, QA specialists. And, and this was your baby. You created it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I created it uh, from scratch. So how did you? Ha- so Magic, I see a lot of founders. They launch great SaaS products on top of a great agency. The ones that don't, though, get stuck in the agency because the couple million in revenue they really like, and they never have the confidence to totally stop doing agency work and go all in on the product or the SaaS company. How did you have that clearness inside of your own head to say, okay, I'm going to move away from the agency and go all in on uh, Pixel Pro? Yeah, so I mean, I, actually, we haven't moved away. Like, we, we ClearCode is still like you know uh, operating and have hundred people, and we continue working on the project. But you you raise a very important topic. There was a lot of difficulty into like be like have these dilemmas whether we should do the client work and earn revenue instantly, or we should put these people to work on the product. So, and it continues to be difficult. I think I spent around like. Uh, 70 to 80 percent my my time on the product business while still like 30 percent 20 to 30 percent on the agency business and uh but we it it was too big for us to just shift to the product uh plus it was too tempting not to have investors and self-fund the the company yep. so you're using the agency money to, to obviously bootstrap the uh, Piwik pro yeah, correct. Plus, on the way, we we raised additional two million, but it was it was a small round compared to our size at the time. Uh, but just because we we had another like one two millions coming from the profits uh, from the agency business, so we didn't want to raise too much. So, Machik, am I understanding you correctly? You got two million from outside investors and about two million from the agency so far. Uh, no, because it's like the agency, we, we're, we are spending from the agency's money one to two million additional million a year. So how much total from the agency have you put into the company today? Um, I think this will be in upper like 5 million. Okay. And you've raised an additional 2 million from other investors. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So call it 7 million bucks to fund the company. That's great. Now, does the agency, like how's the cap table work? Does the agency actually sit on the cap table of Piwik Pro? Yeah, yeah, that was actually a difficult thing when we were fundraising because like typical VCs does not want to like, you know, they want to invest in one thing and have like uh, super return or zero like. And we we had to be very car- like we had to find the investors that would be fit. So we have a, a private angel who is Tim Schumacher who is behind Adblock Plus, which is like very great because this is the privacy space and it works very well because he's insider. Plus, we have a private equity fund that uh, does not have the term of the fund. So uh, they invest in the long term like growth. That's great. Speaking of growth, so you're doing 300 grand per month today. Where were you about a year ago? Uh, we were probably, like, we, 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 we grew like 60 to 80% over the, the last few years. So uh, I don't have exact figure in my mind, but uh, beginning 2017, I think we were somewhere around like uh, less than 200 or around 200K. Yep. And what about churn? Churn's critical in a SaaS company. What are you guys at today? Um, so uh, that's interesting because we also analyze it per cohort. So we, we see very low churn in this enterprise sector. And that's what we are actually like mostly focused now. So the enterprise cohort. Uh, Is that the on-prem or just the SaaS? It's, it's, for us, it's an enterprise cohort because it's like mostly on-prem, but there are a couple enterprise customers that are on the cloud. And the, the medium-sized business cohort uh, that, we, that we actually like is treated as our legacy business there we have very high churn like probably like uh 10 15 percent but in the enterprise cohort it's under under five percent so let's look across your entire customer base over the past 12 months what percent of your revenue have you lost what was gross revenue churn 
Uh, the gross revenue trend was probably around like in the in this year, so year to date, because I think that that's easier for me uh, to to just remember. It's uh, somewhere around like seven seven six point five to seven percent. Okay, and when you add back expansion revenue on top of that. Are you guys above one hundred percent net revenue retention? Uh, no, no, we are not not on top of the. Uh, so we we don't have negative churn. Uh, yeah. not at least yet. Are you we, close? We, we started doing a, a successful upsells because we are adding new products to our platform. So now it's like called Pewik Pro Marketing Suite, and we have nice upsell coming in, but it wasn't enough to cover the the difference. The seven percent uh, yet. Yeah. So, so Magic, what, what is net revenue retention right now? Like 98, 99%, something like that? Uh, it will be uh, closer probably to nine, 95 to 97. Uh, just because we, the, the up, the really upsells started kicking in, in the, uh, Q2 this year. So, and Q3 is typically slow for the, for the enterprise sales. So, uh, it's still low. I mean, we expect this to, to grow really well in the next year. Now, to acquire one of these $25,000 per year enterprise accounts, what are you willing to spend fully weighted on acquiring them? Uh, we would be willing to spend like, probably much more than we are spending today. So <laughs> we would be willing to spend as much as uh, one and a half or two times a yearly, uh, yearly contracts value because we know now that this enterprise accounts have very high lifetime value. Uh, but uh, currently, like, since we... So we are quite cautious as a European company with the spending. And I think this is like maybe, you know, a bit of our nightmare, uh, but also a bit of our mentality not to like, you know, overspend. So if you, if I think, for example, for the uh, fundraising that we did in 2017, we, we, we had so many upfront payments for subscription, 12 months of subscription that we haven't touched this money, which means probably we are spending not fast enough. Um, so we are spending less than a yearly, uh, yearly account value for acquiring them, uh, probably, probably like, you know, in, uh, somewhere anywhere between 50 to 80%. Uh, I cannot give you the, the right number right now. That's fine. Uh, yeah. So, so you're, you're across your entire base, uh, right. It's about 750 bucks per month. You're saying you're totally willing to spend, you know, 700 bucks to acquire that customer. That's about eight, nine months of ACV, but you could, and you would be comfortable setting up to, you know, 18 months or maybe even 24 months because of the lifetime value. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's great. And where are you getting most of your new customers from? How are they finding you? Um, so uh, we are very big, big on inbound marketing. So uh, probably like the, the pri- that was primary channel that we grew, uh, generated the growth. So 80% is inbound. It, it's of course supported by paid marketing. But uh, now uh, that we got certain scale, we are growing the partner channel and the uh, the outbound channels, and that's something that we started earlier this year and plan to expand in the in the following months. Magic, any any little golden nuggets here? Things that are not common strategies for customer acquisition that you're doing, even if it only got you one or two customers. Um, I would have to think of that. Um. I think that there isn't many things that like none of the companies uh, tried out. Something um, besides like inbound and Google ads. Okay. Okay. So I, I think what works very well for us is having the, uh, in Europe, the partner in specific regions where they speak local language and where we don't have local presence. And that's how we grew very well Nordic's market. 
and we plan to replicate it in in couple other European markets uh, that are uh, where we won't probably have the on-site sales team. Interesting. Okay, very good. And what about team size today? What are you guys at? Uh, we are over 100. We are 105 plus minus two. Uh, and that's so just that's the SaaS side or the SaaS side plus the agency? No, that's just, just the, the product side. So Got SaaS it. side. Uh, the agency is another 100. I mean, in total, we are 190, but there are still a couple common roles in the company like finance, HR, and so on. Everything else is dedicated either to agency business or to the, to the product business. That's great. And where's everybody based? Um, so our headquarters is in Wrocław in Poland, uh, but we have offices in Cologne in Germany, in New York, as well as we have a couple other people, especially in the sales uh, and marketing positions working in, for example, uh, Rotterdam in Netherlands, in UK. Uh, so so we, we are kind of spread with the, the core operations, product development in, in Poland, in Wrocław. Great. Maciek, let's wrap up here with the famous five. One word answers if you can. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Favorite business book? Um, <laughs> that caught me off the guard. Um, or the last book I'll- you read. I would say uh, I, I I've read quite a bit uh, recently on the uh, like uh, purchasing like a split second I think is the the book called split um, second very good number two is there a CEO you're following or studying right now um, I'm currently following but that's just out of like you know curiosity what's happening Elon Musk uh, just because of uh, you know, uh, all the, the recent uh, uh, things that happened at Tesla. Um, so uh, that's probably the, the one tweet feed that uh, goes on in my background. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business? Uh, with online tool, um, I would say uh, I'm a huge fan of HubSpot. Um, it helped a lot on aligning sales and marketing. Number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Uh, somewhere around six to seven. Okay. That's pretty good. And which situation married, single, do you have kids? Uh, it's single with a uh, girlfriend and two cats. Okay. Not married, uh, girlfriend, two kiddos. And how old are you? Uh, so not two kids, two cats. <laughs> oh, two cats. Okay. Zero kids, two cats. And how old are you? How old are you, Maciek? <laughs> uh, 31. 31. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Um, I think uh, to when growing the company, focus more on sales and marketing earlier at earlier stage, and hire uh, more for this position because I was doing it myself too long. Yep, guys, uh, privacy-focused analytics uh, focused more on sales and marketing earlier on. Machik joining us again. They've just passed three hundred grand per month in revenue, up about sixty to seventy percent year over year, serving four hundred customers. Again, paying on average about seven hundred fifty bucks a month for this tool. They've got a team of one hundred and five people building it in Poland and other remote locations, willing to spend up to call it eighty percent of first year ACV on acquiring customers, and hoping to get more aggressive with that as time goes on. Willing to spend up to eighteen or maybe even twenty four months of ACV on acquiring the customer just because lifetime values are so long. Founded the company in 2013, gross revenue churned 7%, 95% net revenue retention annually. They've raised 2 million bucks of outside capital arrests. They've funded all from their agency. Matrick, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you very much.